Spit Sessions. I, th- I think Reggie. Uh, you got your shirt yet? Mm-mm. You didn't get your shirt? When did they say it was going to come through? I haven't even ordered it. You haven't? No. Damn, we were supposed to be out here with the shirts. It feel, it feel... I actually totally forgot. I was so obsessed with uh, making other people buy the shirt. Well, you know, a lot of stuff happened to me last weekend. <laughs> what happened? The police came to my house. Get the fuck out of here. Because people were going to box. And what happened? stuff happened with somebody being drunk. Who was it that was about to fight? Oh, well, somebody's always drunk uh, in a band. An Uber driver sideswiped my car. So that's why... For, okay, you guys don't know, but I haven't seen Reggie since probably the last time we recorded, which was a little while ago. So I didn't, I didn't even know any of this stuff happened. First off, I want to know who was it, who it was getting ready to fight. I think I know who one of them you might have know. been. Okay, what, was it food oriented? No. <laughs> okay. It was, uh, <laughs> I guess it was uh, where you fall on the spectrum of sexuality. Okay. Uh huh. And, and uh, someone disagreed with someone's views on that. Wow. Is that what happened? That that noise tells you that Delancey's going to go see Blade Runner and take a phone call halfway through. No, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. I, honestly, I put I put it off the silent because I accidentally had Reggie waiting outside a little bit to get into the house. I was washing dishes at the time, and I was like, oh, shit, my bad. I'm sorry. But did anybody actually fight, though? Uh, No. Damn. So, okay. uh, But yeah, I've never seen... We can scrap the story then. I'm, I'm, people I'm get uh, that mad before. It's crazy. Really? And then... Uh, then I was going to curse my landlord out, but then I couldn't find him, which was interesting. <laughs> he lives below you. But he's always, like, knocking on our door, and he'll be in the backyard. Like, he's just always around. Like, I always see him. Yeah. And the one time that I had some business with him where I wanted to see him, I didn't see him for, like, a whole day. Why were you going to curse him out? Because... So the first was on a Sunday. Yeah. And, you know, we hadn't, I hadn't talked to my roommate since the police got called. Yeah. And one of the roommates hadn't been home for like a whole week. And I'm like, hey, we didn't talk about rent, but I had this shit with my car. So I'm going to just pay tomorrow. It's a Sunday anyway. Like him putting it in the bank isn't going to do shit. So um, he stopped by as he does, knocking on the door, asking about rent. And one of the roommates told him that we're going to pay tomorrow on the second, Monday. He was like, okay, but uh, I'm real thirsty, so give me your share right now. So one roommate just gave him a third of the rent. I don't know if he's like strung out now or what his deal is. Mm. Uh, and then he heard me come home at like 10 p.m. He came knocking on the door, and I'm like, I know that somebody already talked to him saying that we're going to pay him tomorrow, so I'm just going to pretend like I don't hear this shit. <laughs> Maybe I have my headphones on. I don't know. So then I came out to my car 6 a.m. on Monday. And there's a no, I, no, 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 no. I know no. what you did last summer style note on my car oh, no. that just says rent in thick black marker. Oh my god! In all caps, rent, rent, yeah. And that's really funny, but like you know, like I, I just woke up. I don't even know if I had a sip of water. Like I'm just trying to start my. <laughs> did you day. at least use the bathroom? Yeah, like you know. Okay, I'm, good. Brush my teeth and stuff. But, you know, right. I showered the night before. I'm you like, watched let's, ass. Let's but... get an early start in the day. And this is the first thing that I got to see. I'm like, man, this is some fucking bullshit. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna drop the rent off at noon. Yeah. And uh, one of my roommates was like, well, he's not even here, and I don't like just leaving shit in the mailbox. No, of course not. Basically, I got home at six. I'm like, all right, let me give him this money and tell him, don't touch my fucking shit, because yeah. I'm mad and I'll kill you. Because you know he had to lift that wiper up in order to put that note down. He's 70 years old and he's a teacher. Mm-hmm. He knows what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. Yeah, that's Touching not my shit is not appropriate. That's not good. Yeah, no. That's... And like, just coming upstairs all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Dude, it is the the morning of the second. Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I, he needs. He's a teacher. Uh, I think. It's, I think he just. You know, the summer might be hard for him. He might so, not be teaching summer school. I ended up not seeing him, but the yeah. roommate that uh, got the police call on us, he yelled at him. So got gotcha. you. Cool. Okay. He's not going to be uh, bothering us. Anymore. He is also the most threatening roommate out of all three. He's like the size of you two combined plus another person. He's the the largest and darkest. The largest and yeah, I ain't see the darkest part, but yeah. Alright. Well, we know how our society works. Of course, of course. No, I'm just saying, like, I didn't, I didn't want to, because that, that narrows it down to who it is. Like, you know, so I was just we, like, alright. Well, no. They don't know. Nobody I know they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in the, in the last few, um, last few, since we all kicked it, like, I found certain things out, uh, about myself. I've been on, like, a small journey of, like, getting information as well. Uh, I did an ancestry DNA test. And, found out that 82% of me is from Africa, like straight up motherland. And it was 
around 30 some 35 well, something percent well, like where else would you be? i know i know that but it's like no native american and coming up with your grandmother your mother or whoever else is like yeah we part cherokee or yeah. such and such tribe you like, know what 100 percent the same and my sister did the the swab recently yeah no Native American. No Native American. So people, black people, y'all gotta stop telling these kids this nonsense. This Here's is Here's what I was told specifically, okay? Right. When I remember being a very little kid and visiting my great-grandmother in right. the hospital. And my grandmother telling me, like, look at her straight, beautiful hair. She is 100% Cherokee. Right. That's what I was told they do to my that. face. They do that. Yes, I have pictures of my grandfather's sisters. And they're like, she, they're, she's from this tribe. Look at her complexion. Look at her hair. She's Native American. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think, I don't think, okay, all right, cool. And you grow up believing that shit. And when the results came in, I put, you know, of course, I posted it online. I tagged my siblings and I'm like, hey, we black as fuck. Look at this. There's 0% Native American in us. And I contacted my mom and she was like, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the test results might have been messed up a little no. bit. I was like, <laughs> no. I was like, no. I was like, no, mom. I was like, they give you a number. And the number is assigned to your specific DNA. And she was like, oh, it is? I was like, yes. She was like, well, I don't, I don't know because this person's from here. And I was like, listen to me. Listen to me. Take into account the fact that generations ago, you could have a whole completely different family across the street. Or someone's father might not be their father. Or certain people are claiming their nephews and nieces as their own children. You know, there's a there's a bunch of things that can happen in somebody's lineage, which can end up with different DNA results and whatnot. But I was like, just at least admit that we might have jumped the gun regarding the Native American thing. And she was skeptical, but I'm like, listen, if you if someone can trust a paternity test, which is straight up DNA, mm-hmm. I can't see why someone wouldn't trust an ancestry DNA result. I don't. I can't see somebody in a lab holding up a tube of my spit which i had to fill up just thinking like i'm gonna fuck his whole mind up and like give me some results that really are uh, i just i do wonder how that works because to not have any to be american and not have any native ancestry is kind of odd yes and i don't know how they break it down but yeah i'm gonna just take it at face value yeah exactly and also thrown into the factor is the fact that colorism is a thing and it's understandable to have people that are African-American or just straight up black that want to isolate themselves or distance themselves from being that because of the way things are in the way our yeah, society I mean, that takes has you been. up a, l- a little notch. It does. It's like, I'm not, I'm not black. Like I'm not just a black person. I also have something else that's not black in me because in certain people's eyes, that's a good thing. You know? So I told her that I was like, you got to think about how it was good to be anything but black at a certain point. You know, and she was like, you know what? That's a valid point. So, yeah, I have no Native American in me at all. It's all a lie. Everything was a lie. Uh, that that surprised me out of mine. And then the maybe the number one, I don't know if they're tied. So I found out that the whiteness in me mm-hmm. is predominantly Irish, which I... Really? Had, yeah. No, I was never told that growing up. Yeah. I was actually told that there was a real-ass Italian person... So I thought that, that as opposed a to a fake ass Italian. Well, no, people be like, "Oh, I'm Italian." Like, uh, yeah, what does that mean? I know. No, it, I thought it was like from Italy. You just like pizza. I already know what the fuck going on. So I think by law, I have to get that the Fighting Irish tattoo somewhere on me. No, don't do that. Please don't do that. I'm really not. No, I'll, I would be disgusted. Uh, <laughs> that's horrible. I get disgusted just seeing pictures of it on people. Like, yeah, it's pretty bad. I found out that the white in me is majority British. It's mostly british and then it's like two percent irish or yeah mine was british and irish but that's exactly. just so yeah that so just... it actually raises more questions for me mm-hmm. like how how came over man imperialism was some real ass shit britain was fucking up everybody everybody and fucking everybody as well seeing as how it ended up in us that is interesting somehow. how such a small land yeah. mass yeah just was all over the place yep just conquering and dropping dick off like everywhere it's kind of crazy in a way well, you know, they had they had the Lord on their side. Apparently so. That's what they usually say. So, here we go. So, a bunch of things have been occurring from in the sports aspect of things. One of the things that we potentially want to speak about last time, but we didn't bring up because we wanted to see it through in its entirety, was the situation with Jamel Hill, where she 
potentially, uh, essentially she called out the president for being a white supremacist because he didn't really denounce white supremacy mm-hmm. at the White House. And she got a lot of backlash from that. And ESPN kind of wasn't in her corner, it seemed like, for a little bit. But there was solidarity between her and other black correspondents well, where they kind of stuck lo- together. Basically, most journalists were on her side. Exactly. But they had this specific ESPN guy, and I forget what his title was, but he went on this whole thing saying how she was wrong. And then I think he ended up deleting all of it two days later. Right. And unfortunately we're so, we're like a week or two past it now. So I don't remember all the details. Yeah. Likewise. But, uh, following it in real time was very interesting. And, um, she's awesome. Like I had, um, you know, I knew of her, but I'm not a super huge sports person. Yeah. And I don't have cable anymore, so I don't see her. Right. So, but I follow, uh, her along with, uh, Bomani now. Yes, Bomani. I've been following Bomani for. A while. Have you been seeing Shannon Sharp like wilding out? A little yeah. Bit? <laughs> well, interestingly enough, sometimes when I'm really bored and I'm like, oh, I wonder what happened all week in sports. I'll they they upload clips of that show on yeah. YouTube, and people watch that show because Shannon Sharp is dope. But the white dude that they have on there is like a huge asshole, mm-hmm. and he's wrong about everything all the time. Like that's it's, like it's his, Skip, right? Yeah, Skip. That's yeah, like yeah, his yeah. thing where yeah. he just is wrong all the fucking time. The he was time. saying that Conor McGregor was going to knock out Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. He was like, the Cowboys are going to win the fucking NFL championship. Like, he's just dumb as fuck. Yeah. So it's interesting, the uh, dynamic they have, where he's just like, skip, 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 skip. So the uh, it's funny because all of these things are related to one another in a certain way. It started with the Jamel Hill thing and uh, her calling out the president or, I mean, Donald Trump, whoever, somebody's, whatever like for not denouncing white supremacy and what that turned into is eventually he ended up trying to call out Steph Curry for not coming to the white house. So this is, this is the disconnect that happened right here. Apparently they invited Steph Curry and the rest of them to the, to the white house. Steph Curry responded that he wasn't going to come. And in true salt, salt man fashion in true sodium, high sodium fashion, he hopped online and was like, you being indecisive, you uninvited to the White House. <laughs> and as a result, there was a backlash because LeBron James, and I've never seen him hop online and like curse people out that much. The, the most sassiness I've ever seen out of LeBron James is when he's uh, maybe potentially lost a championship and people go in on him and he just hops in front of the cameras. It's like, well, you got to go live your life and I got to live my life like I'm balling. And the thing he's... You know, he's a realized dude, but he's very aware of where he fits yeah. in the dynamic of that sport. Right. So he's not completely out here, but I thought it was really dope. Like, you bum. You bum. Letter you bum. Letter you bum. I just bum. really love that for yeah, it's, some It's so simple. It's so satisfying. It's very straightforward. You know, why waste the extra character space? Well, you could just use a letter. It means it means the same thing. It was very concise. I, I appreciated that. I don't know. It felt good, man. It like, did. All this internet, you know, it sucks because you want to be informed and stuff. But all this internet fighting and shit, it it's taking a toll on me. Like I, I was a. Uh, I don't want to switch gears yet, but I was no, no, following okay. this uh, Rick and Morty shit. Yeah. And that really put me over the edge. I was like, this is funny, but it's taking something out of my soul reading this. Okay. Like. Do you know about what happened? We can we can visit in a little bit because yeah, I was yeah. actually going to bring up Rick and Morty for okay. a second. Um, but it was that happened and that was funny. Um, he called out the the he called out Donald Trump for this. And what happened afterwards is a bunch of white dudes grabbed more tiki torches. I think as of either yesterday or the day before, and they've done this. But P- Mike Pence apparently was so involved at a Colts game. And he said, I had to leave because people was kneeling for not kneeling against a flag when it's not really about a flag in the first place. But at the same time, there's white supremacy marches and rallies. But no, nobody mentions that. And it's really, really crazy to me. So well, it's, they, it's they know who their people are. They do. I don't. You know what? I uh... and also Mike Pence used a picture from 2014 regarding the Colts game. Apparently, so he might not have actually no, been. No, he was at, there. So, he was there, but he just used an old picture. Yeah, he is stupid for using that picture. But what happened is he tweeted that hours before the game. Yes. So it's kind of, I think what he was trying to say is like, I'm excited for the game. I'm showing I'm support because be I've been here before. Um, but yeah, it was it was a, a total setup, and I don't think it, it's possible that that 
okay, technically, yes, these politicians are very racist, but I think the bigger picture is that they don't really stand for anything and they just know who their base is yes. and they're going to play to that. They know, he knows that he can show up to the game for 30 seconds and leave when he had no intention of staying and say that it's about this and a bunch of people will be like, you know, <laughs> goddamn black people. Negroes. That's what it comes down but to. But this is what people that. forget. Like, look, there are dumb football players, obviously. Like, there's yes. dumb anybody. But yes. people forget that these motherfuckers went to college. <laughs> yeah. And if... If they wanted to learn shit, they did. Yeah. You know, like, there's schools where you can, because you're on the football team, you can slide by and they hook you up. But a lot of these motherfuckers are smart. Look at Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp, yes. Great, great example. Yes. Excellent example. I'm going to be honest and, and say that I thought the black and mild was photoshopped and no. as people are wont to do online, but it was real. I and saw the whole clip. He's like, I'm off the hen dog. I was like, wait, what's happening right now? I was like, what? what is this? And I respect that. Because now, for the past two weeks, he has really been... He's like, you know what? I'm going to push this shit. And yeah. I respect that because I, I enjoy, I'm not a fan of respectability politics. I do believe that it's possible for someone to do what they do, be successful at what they're doing without having to conform to certain standards. I don't have to hop up and wear khakis in order to be successful in a corporate place or, you know, there might there might be a dress code, but unless what they do is like try to get down to the core of, of a person mm-hmm. and say that if you drink Hennessy and you smoke blunts, you can't like when that's not people are multifaceted. It is possible to engage in powerful forms of niggardry and still be good at what you do. So I like anybody that does stuff like that. Let's let's say Marshawn Lynch, for example. Like that dude, he's been He's amazing. He's been great. He's been thorough. He's been consistent this entire time, but yet he still finds time to stand for certain things and put his money to good use for a good for a good cause. Mm-hmm. You know? So um the guy from the Seahawks, uh, he gets he talks mad shit every now and then. He looked like Booker T. No, I know I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of his name. I can't I can't recall his name. He right he now. got into it with Skip. He treated the fuck out of Skip before. Wasn't it Sherman or something like that? Yes, Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman, yes. Yes. He treated him how did he treat they got into a disagreement and the dude is educated. I was like, Don't 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 go tit for tat with people that are smarter than you. It potentially smarter than you. It's just but especially if you're Skip and you're wrong all, all the, the time. time, all the time. So we had that happen. But what I would say everybody is a uh, full of shit, and these people are saying that they're not going to watch football because of uh, this this pr- silent protest that's going on. They're right. lying, and they're going to watch it. And if it changes a hundred mm-hmm. minds, it's worth it. Exactly. Honestly, there's people and saying it's leaked into hockey. By the way. It has. There was. He didn't. It's difficult to kneel with hockey gear on, so he well, just they, put his fist they up. They do it a lot, but yeah. Right. I mean, in that was he in the box when he did that? No, no. no. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm, well, I'm actually a hockey fan, so. Oh, uh, nice. Okay. But they. I mean, yeah. They they can kneel, but basically he he talked to his teammates and some veterans, and he was like, you know, I was thinking about kneeling. I was thinking about doing this. I was thinking about doing this. And they're like, you know, we think that the happy medium is like, just put your fist in the air and that, that, you know, so he compromised with them and I okay. think that's fair. Yeah, that is fair. That is fair. Uh, and yeah, people, cause hockey fans are predominantly white. Oh yeah. And, uh, you know, Canadians and are Canadian very racist black. too. They can. Yes. They, yes, it happens. It is, a, it is a thing. And I think the general consensus for, uh, some Canadian folk is that we're not as bad as America, but you shouldn't it certain things shouldn't exist in the first place and i'm not a super duper you know i'm not super duper familiar with the culture but i do know that like a lot of countries have um a history of treating indigenous people certain ways that aren't really that good well right i mean you know there was you know the the that border didn't exist until we made it so there was indigenous (laughs) people there yeah that you know the french and whoever else dutch came over there and stole their beaver pelts and became Canadians and Mm -hmm. that's where we are now she gets brazy it's okay but i think this is a a big deal uh if this expands more into hockey because the fan base is uh also generally more wealthy like it's a different slightly different demographic right um you know it's still i guess you're trying to get the point across to 
non-minorities, but it, football, basketball, these are kind of like everyman things. Like hockey is expensive to play. It is expensive to go to the games. Like hockey tickets more than... You got to wear out all that shit. Like I, I couldn't... Uh, first off, I, I've never skated before. I tried to skate last year or the year before ice skating and that shit is incredibly difficult i didn't know that the skates have to be really really tight on your foot so yes. i got a i got a size 12 because i wear a size 12 in men's shoes no. when in all actuality i should have got at least a 10 or something that's like that's the that. number one thing people get wrong about skating i was fucking up i was falling yeah. a lot it was really bad so it was i don't know it's 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 been a shit show um with the politics surrounding protests for football because there's people that want to protest because of the 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 fact that Colin Kaepernick had, wasn't able to get back in but also because of how the NFL handled that situation then there's people who want to protest because they're allowing quote unquote people to kneel in there and it's just like look nobody's going to be able to to agree on stuff it is what it is but my thing is people that made it about a flag when that's not really what it's about in the but first place. But there, it, that's because they just, it's, even if it's subconscious, and I know this is like, I feel like this is my catchphrase at some point, because I don't always believe that people are self-aware, cognizant of of why they're doing things, right? Right. But I think this is clearly a, like, shut up and play thing. Yes. And there's a racial subtext to that. Yes. And... It is. You know, I think this is a way for you to rationalize you being upset about this, saying, well, well, this is disrespecting the troops. This is disrespecting the country. And then troops this hop is, up and say, it's not, this is why I went, this is why I did what I did so that right. people could and, actually do this. Nah, know, shut up. Just stick to being a soldier. Like, and it, and it goes across different, different facets of pushing your ideals upon other people. It's like, I believe you should be doing this. So don't kneel. Or I believe you as a troop should feel like this when you actually don't. It's like, what do I do when they say fuck a flag? Well, when you show the, the quote receipts, right? These people, they disappear. They shrink away. But they don't change their mind. Uh-huh. They just uh, continue to push it elsewhere. It's, uh, it's interesting that <clears throat> football players, right? And basketball players, mm-hmm. predominantly black yeah. athletes. Yeah, which is true. Are seen to be... Man, they've been given this privilege to play, and you know, and that's the storyline, right? Like, how can they, you know, they should just go home because they're given this opportunity, right? Yes. And then baseball players who make more money than anybody else, and who are whiter, nobody, nobody talks about them like that. Have you you noticed that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like that. Do you know how much money fucking baseball they get? They make bank. They There's make a no lot salary of cap in baseball. People mm-hmm. are just out here fucking wild. Like, eh, we'll give you like a hundred million dollars for one year. Just hit some home runs. Try right. try to hit some home runs while you're at it. Okay, it's like I can do that. I can do that. That's what's up. Um, but you know, it's this is how deep it goes, and it's fucked up. Like it's so ingrained and, and institutionalized that it's like you can't even. It's like trying to wrap your mind around the the size of the universe or something and it's also hypocritical because these are the first people to say what are you who, who are you all you do is put a ball in a hoop and you look at their avatar or their profile and they're just like cavaliers this cavaliers this blah 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 and it's like you watch this it doesn't make any sense you're Why? spending your time and your money to watch somebody do something that you're claiming doesn't matter yes that makes no sense it makes no sense whatsoever and you know, even if you're the dumbest person on the planet, but an excellent athlete, I think you kind of have to respect that because somebody's dedicated their entire life to this one thing and are amongst the best in the world at it. Yes, exactly. I mean, you look, you take the worst basketball player on the worst team; they're still he would still bust my ass. He's still like the top three hundred player in the world. Like that's, that's crazy. That's great. I would not challenge. I would not challenge Kwame Brown to a game of one on one. I don't know who that is. But... <laughs> it's, it's, it's Kwame Brown. It's Kwame Brown. It's, it's, I'll show you the clip later. Does it's he just... have his own sneaker? He might. I don't know if anybody would purchase that though. Kwame Brown for Dada Spinners. Kwame Brown with the spinners on the side. That's just crazy. Alright, so regarding the politics, there's People use any incident or any situation at all in order to further their agenda, which which we already know at this point. And unfortunately, there's been a shooting in Vegas 
I, I can't remember what time it actually happened. I, I don't know if I was sleeping or if I had woken up and I saw people were talking about it. I think it was like late. It was like towards the one or two like area by the time I found out about it. I, I can't recall. I don't know all of the details involved around it because they were convoluted at first. There were people saying that f- f- how many people were killed or shot or I don't know if it was in the 50 to 500 area, but gun control is a thing that needs to be to be spoken about a little bit or at least a little bit more seriously in certain in certain communities yeah and this is a topic that hits close to home for reggie and i because we have sat down and tried to have conversations with individuals about how if you're gonna have a weapon you at least need to be super duper trained or have a background check of some sort be done at least in my opinion i'm not speaking for reggie but i feel like it's just safety measures at this point because shit like this keeps on happening or if you buy 35 guns why do you need 35 like it's 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 there's certain red flags at least to me personally that i think should pop up on a grander scale to maybe help prevent things like this from happening but there's people who will fight against that. It's like, I have the right to have all types of automatic weaponry. Uh, what do you, what do you, what is it that you do with automatic weaponry? Like nobody goes hunting. We uh, mean full auto stuff? Like full straight up. Yeah. Like nobody goes hunting with full auto. So there's kind of a weird loophole with that where, um, I guess they don't manufacture full auto stuff. They stopped after like 1986 or something Okay, for civilian use. So there's some firearms that were grandfathered in. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really expensive. They're increasingly rare. Mm-hmm. Um, but also it's easy to modify uh, weapons to be full out of, which, you know, is, is highly illegal. But mm-hmm. if you're a white millionaire, I think it's pretty easy to fly under the radar as far as, you know, I, I knew a lot of the news uh, the the day after. So... I think I was falling asleep and I was scrolling through Twitter and they said active shooter in Vegas, but you know, that can mean a lot of things, right? Yeah. So I went to sleep not thinking that, you know, the magnitude that it was. And then I was listening to the radio while I was out the whole day. Uh, and, but after that, I don't know a lot because it's, uh, like, it's kind of just so obnoxious. Like it's, it's interesting to me what happened and obviously it, it's terrible what happened, but we clearly made a choice in this country about where our priorities are when it comes to stuff like that. And you can't, you can't have it both ways. Right. Right. And I feel like everybody's just being really dishonest about how they feel. It's like, you know, if you don't want this to happen anymore, then you have to be for common sense regulations. And if you are against any sort of regulations, you just have to say like, I want the opportunity to be able to buy and use whatever I want. And to me, that's more important than having this shit happen multiple times a year. That's what it comes down to. And that's what it feels like. So just be honest about it. Like, I, I respect, you know, our close friend who is former military. He's like, I, I love guns and I feel like this is going to happen regardless. And I can respect that position a lot more than somebody who pretends like you can stop this and not have any sort of reform. So... I'm somebody who is not anti-gun. Me neither. Um, you know, my friend has taught me how to shoot. We go to the range together. Yeah. Um, but it, what you were saying as far as being trained, you know, I've been at the range and felt very unsafe by, you know, there's people around me who are doing things that you are not supposed to do. Right. And it makes me uncomfortable, but they are legally allowed to yes. own those firearms and it's... You know, getting a gun is very easy. Very easy. You fill out a one-page form, and you give them $10, and you send them your picture, and you have a FOID card, and you can buy guns. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's all you have to do. Concealed carry is different. I mean, you have to do a couple hours, shoot, but I mean, it's not, it's nothing crazy. You know, yeah. And this idea, you know, <clears throat> they they did a poll recently, and I forget the actual statistic, but I mean, there's a large enough minority in this country that thinks the NRA is a part of our government where that is disturbing. Yeah. And they essentially operate as 
uh, a part of our government because they're dictating the laws that we have. And this isn't a lot of facets of our government, but you can't have the lobbies writing the laws in relation to... Exactly. And they have such a close relationship sometimes that a lot of people should be skeptical of this. But I think it's just the fact that certain people don't know where the lobbyists come from or the ties that they have to the government. And it goes under the radar because, like, if if you saw a list of people and where they come from, this is like, this person is, I'm going to make an example. But if a person, a lobbyist from fucking, that used to be top nacho, like at Burger King got into the government somehow or was had a right, close relation they're, with they're them. helping regulate the fda and they're they right and they were helping say what is okay to eat and what is not okay to eat like that's that's not that's not suspicious right to you? They're, they're meeting with the fda and saying like oh man like i mean we could let the meat sit out a couple more days come on and that's that's not suspicious to you that's not that's that's kind of weird so you know? i understand on paper why you would want um you know, people who are really in that field to kind of be like, hey, you know, I get why you want to enact this law or this regulation, but in practice, it would kind of do this. But it's turned into this huge monster. But what bothers me is that it's a partisan issue. I mean, look, almost everything is kind of political. We have to accept that. Like, yes. And I think the people who are always against politicizing things are, are generally, it's because it's being politicized the the opposite of of your the way that they want it to be politicized Um, yes but as far as it being a left-right issue i really don't get that because it is everybody's collective safety and i know one of the the lines that the nra likes to throw out is the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun right that's not true and you know so if you extrapolate that to say well what if everybody what if a third of the people in the crowd at the country music concert had firearms uh probably more people would have would have potentially ended up dying more confusion i mean when you have a scenario like that where there's somebody on the and there's chaos 30 something floor they they didn't really know where he was shooting from they were getting calls saying it was at this place and this place and even if they had like let's say they all had handguns they're not going to be able to reach him with that if they could even identify where he was so now you have bullets bouncing all over the place potentially and it's just not a good if they had rifles they're going to be shooting towards a hotel where they're not sure what floor he's in. Yes. They're not trained under to fire under duress, which is a huge, huge thing that people and never talk about. There are certain police officers that can't fire under duress. So uh, it's like how More than are, just certain. Yeah, um, yeah. Quick aside, I don't know if you know who Michael A. Wood is. Uh, I follow a lot of the stuff that he does. He's a former uh, Marine, Baltimore police officer, white mm-hmm. guy, right. who is... Um, really out here trying to uh, do reform for like police law enforcement okay um, he's on a lot of podcasts he's has a lot of um, columns yes but he said that he was um, totally taken aback by the the firearms training that the police get how many you know hours they have to put in to become certified with their firearm and uh, you know obviously military is different yes but if you want the biggest issue, and, and you see it in practice with policing, is fear, right? Yeah. And even though they are usually having the upper hand, they go into these situations afraid. And if you're afraid for your life on a routine traffic stop or approaching a teenager, that's going to cause more violence, right? And, and it leads to these situations. So you, and you, you bring that up a notch and you're asking somebody to keep their cool while while in a firefight... You know, even anecdotally, like, my, my friend who's a veteran, he's like, dude, like, my first two firefights, I was, like, going to shit myself. You know, he's, people are, it, it takes being specifically trained for that and then going through that uh, to over be and proficient. Over and the issue is we've created this Rambo mindset where it's like, well, if I was there and I had my gun, it's like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't do anything. I mean, realistically. Right? Life is not an action movie. It's not. It's just not. Like, we see these things. We think it's easy to do these things. We know it's easy to hold a gun. It's easy to squeeze, like, the trigger of a gun. But these situations on top of one another, I think that's where the disconnect is, is that it's not it's not what you think it is. You know? I just, it, it frustrates me where we've decided to draw the line. And it frustrates me to see that after a mass shooting, the day after, gun sales are through the roof. 
And actually, sales are down now because, uh, you know, we, we have a Republican president, which always happens. You know, the the plot line, if there's a Democrat president, is, you know, they're going to enact strict gun laws and everybody's guns are going to go away, which is never going to happen in this country. Um, you know, I think everybody's fairly realistic about that. And it's, you know, why do people want or need guns, right? Like home protection, um, hunting, right? Like, so have a pistol, have a couple of pistols, have a shotgun. Shotgun is great for home protection. Right. Um, but when you're getting into Uzis stuff like that and and it, that's when shit gets kind of i've never seen anybody hunting with a uzi before like there's there's probably not going to be that much to, to eat after you clap up whatever animal it is that you're trying to clap up and it probably won't taste that good with all that all that stuff in it if you do kill it you got to pick all of that out they I, basically the nra is saying it's a slippery slope argument like mm-hmm. if you have people registering after they buy so many guns they're going to be targets of the government and I think we also have to be real as far as um, our chances against yeah. fighting against, against a tyrannical government, if it ever came to that. Uh, the American people stand no chance. There is not much you can do. Like, There's not going to be random militias of individuals trying to, like, the, the, the resistance. It's not, stuff doesn't work like that anymore. So I think the biggest militia is the Michigan militia. I may be wrong. Mm. But at the very least, they're the most famous. Right. Now... What are they going to do if, like, let's say Trump just loses mind, martial law, I'm a dictator now. And all these militias are like, hey, I'm I'm so glad that we have these assault rifles. We can fight against this government. Uh, and then they just kill them all with drone strikes in like two hours, right? Boom. Isn't That's that what's going to happen? That's the problem. That's the problem. You know, it, it also bothers me like this, uh, the dick sucking of the founding fathers. Yeah. They, I mean, come on. I fuck the founding fathers, man. They, no, for real. For real. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Like, I don't, man. Mm, I don't know them personally, so I'm not really emotionally involved that much. But people hop up on up on uh, GW dick like none other. And I don't understand. I don't understand. Outside why. of so, so many things that you can find fault with them. Yeah. You know, if you take it at its very base, like... Day-to-day life was so different back then. It was. Government was different. The size of government was different. It was. Weapons were different. <clears throat> it's all about the Second Amendment is like, hey, right to bear arms, well-regulated militia, whatever, whatever. That made sense because we had just separated from another government. Yeah. So I, I think that was enacted with the idea being like, hey, you know, if, if England come up in here, the king come over here and try to fuck with us. <laughs> Let's, you know, it's like, okay, that makes more sense. That makes a lot more sense. But there's also the slavery aspect. Yes. You're, and, and it's a way to say, hey, you're essentially deputizing people to enforce laws, but more importantly, capture slaves mm-hmm. at gunpoint. Right. Uh, recapture them. Uh, so I just, it bothers me that people are so uh shallow and simple-minded to be like well i care about this one issue and this is where the constitution matters to me yes one little piece yeah but other stuff you know like fuck it i guess right it people are only concerned with the things that matter to them but i feel like it's so much worse i i don't know man like the the internet i feel like has made things worse yes with people being selfish and like all about one issue which is why i want to take this moment to get into the the rick and morty thing what was that about what was going on with that i want to i want to prelude this by saying that i've seen a few episodes it is it is it seems to be nicely written it's very humorous at a certain point my favorite character so far is scary terry (laughs) that shit was fucking hilarious to me um but i can't but my problem is that there are certain people that usually take things and try to make it deeper than it actually is. Yes. Those me and intellectual type people. And it's like, mm, like, don't don't do this. Like, don't make this. Don't don't just just enjoy stuff. It's OK to enjoy things. So Rick and Morty is a good show. I followed the creator for a really long time. I used to watch, um, you know, old flash animations that he did Um so, you know, it's it's a fun show, it's funny, it's right. a little smart, but their fans are insufferable, and they feel like you have to be a genius to truly understand the show, which is 100% nonsense. That's nonsense. They just want to be special. So, uh, my roommate is a big Rick and Morty fan, he says, hey, uh, they're gonna have 
they're gonna bring like the Mulan movie tie-in McNugget sauce, the Szechuan McNugget sauce. They had those. They they had that, but apparently a lot of people were running out of it, and people feel entitled to having Szechuan sauce just because it exists now. So in case people don't know, the the season three premiere of Rick and Morty, they made a joke about liking the Szechuan sauce and wanting it to come back and that's like their life goal to taste it again or something so they did this mini tie-in but it was select locations I'm pretty sure they said the quantities they're like hey we only have like however many thousand packets of this sauce nationwide so you can easily determine like hey my location maybe only has 20 sauce packets so my roommate was like hey man like we live right by McDonald's that's participating you want to go and I said no I don't want to go, and you know that people are going to somehow care enough where there's going to be a two-hour long line. Yes. Yeah. So we decided to get lunch together anyway, and we drive by. The line is like stupid crazy, and everybody looks stupid that's in line, and yeah. I'm annoyed. <laughs> and then there's this huge internet backlash. Like, I don't understand the mindset of somebody who can get mad at McDonald's Nobody made you. So there's a specific couple that drove like overnight or something to fucking get to a participating McDonald's. Like we drove and we didn't even get the sauce. Nobody fucking told you to do that. You knew the figures. You knew the numbers and the locations. Where'd they come from? I Boondocks. Think, I think it was from Canada. I'm not sure. Oh no, baby. What did you do? I just and it's it's extra crazy to me because this isn't a new menu item it's not Mm-mm. a special dish it's a sauce that you've probably already tasted unless you're i mean i guess you have to be a certain age right what year did mulan come out mulan came 97? out yeah, I th- 99 uh, yeah i think around 98 99 or so because christina aguilera sang one of the songs for it and she was yes. real or she was real hot that song is good it. that's good it was something about looking in the mirror or mm-hmm. something like that you remember the video because they had animated Mulan into the video, I was like, "Oh snap!" I didn't oh, like snap. any of those videos. Actually, it was it, it got kind of it got kind of ridiculous after a certain point. But the the songs and the tracks from Mulan were kind of kind of hot. I'm surprised they never got BB and CC Winans to do one of those Disney <laughs> songs. <laughs> it sounds like they could have potentially done so. Because you know they would have the movie version, and then they get like they had Celine Dion and and Peebo Bryson. Peebo, yeah, yeah, that the, makes a uh, lot of sense. <laughs> that yeah, because Peebo Bryson sang stuff of Beauty and the Beast. I think, yeah, I think Donny Osmond did make a man out of you for Mulan. Oh wow! And then yeah, that was him in the movie. And then Jackie Chan did a Chinese version. And he was singing, what? "Make a, I'm dead serious. I might, I might, I might, I don't know. I'm a, I might, I'm going to drop so Everybody's the music a stupid somewhere. asshole and I'm tired of it. Yeah, do that's we, do a, we have anything I'm sorry. Else to we, say about Rick and Morty? Rick and Morty? No, I'm pretty much done with that. I like Scary Terry. That's, that, that was pretty much it. But while we're on the subject of food, uh, I mentioned that I would, that I had a, I had a situation at a Five Guys that I told you that I would bring up. <laughs> that shit was dumb. That shit was dumb. It was like it was like super silly. But why did you order that though, honestly? Because honestly, I was like I was hungry. I was hungry. You weren't that hungry. I I didn't understand how bad it was going so to you be. So you you've never gotten fries there? I've gotten regular fries there. But the, you know how you haven't eaten in a while? The only thing I'd had that day was like popcorn. The the smart food popcorn. That shit good. White, white cheddar? cheddar? Yeah, white cheddar. White cheddar. So I eaten that and I was like, "You know what? Fuck it. I'm hungry." So we go in and I get the small bacon cheeseburger. And I think to myself, I think like a pie chart thinking because I got the smaller bacon cheeseburger, I, I have room for more fries. So I say, let me get the large fry. And the dude starts to ring it up and he just looks at me because he let it slide for a second. I think he thought I was going to back down. <laughs> but before the fries started being made, the guy at Five Guys looks at me. He was like, so, um, you know, that's a lot of fries, right? And I was like, really? He's like, yeah no, what do you mean really i i don't i I had never seen it myself because i had never seen how much a large is okay, i was a curious fry, like one person can't eat a regular fry of five i need to figure out i need to know why they do that with the potatoes i don't know what their business model is i don't know what their business plan is i don't understand maybe it's like starbucks where they get coffee maybe in excess because they realize that their customers are assholes and they might have to remake drinks because someone says someone doesn't look weird. I used to start work at Starbucks, so it's personal. So maybe they just get potatoes 
And they're like, look, we about to go dumb with the potatoes. So we got extra potatoes. Now, when people come in and order food and they ask for fries, just go super stupid on them. I don't know what agenda they have. I don't I know what this is. I only order fries there if I'm with another person and I always split it because they fill the cup up and then they basically put double that amount just loose in the bag. Why do they do that? Because they want you to eat a lot. I don't know, but... How much money? How much in fries? How much... How much money? I, I'm just confused why you're trying to put the blame on them when you should have known better. Listen, because you got listen, a regular size fry there before. Listen, I have got. I was hungry. I hadn't eaten anything, but the, look, I have my reasons. Let I, me just starch it up. You I'm know, a victim. You, you could have ate some broccoli instead. I could have, but they ain't have broccoli. <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> like that's what we doing. And while we're on the subject of food, we can talk about how. I mean, it feels like ages ago we would see these articles like millennials are to blame for for. Applebee's failing or or Hooters failing or you know all of these different things when in all actuality it's your fault that your food is garbage mm-hmm. you're old you have old business models that nobody really gives a fuck about anymore you don't give as much fries as five guys does <laughs> <laughs> so that might be a factor here's what makes me mad about millennials though mm. why, why do millennials like Wingstop stop it stop eating there Wingstop's good though no man come on you don't like Wingstop no. I think I think I mean every now and then they take too long to make the stuff, but I feel like when I'm hungry, I I go to maybe my okay. This is me admitting to anybody listening to this and Reggie that maybe I should stop going to places when I'm hungry, <laughs> so that I can think rationally before going okay, in and making nasty, these decisions. It's it's I've had better. They I will had say two I've for had twenty better. all summer, but I didn't know it was just a summer thing. And I tried to go there the other day, like. 10 little baby ass bonus wings and a yeah. drink and a fries like $15, man. And I'm going to continue. I'm going to continue because this is a tangent, but the people that feel like uh, that are basically elitist because they prefer chicken with bone in them as opposed to boneless. You guys are kind of sort of assholes a little bit because no. it's not that serious. You one of them, right? No, it's not that serious. Not. It's not I'm that not. serious. It's not that serious. When Hold I go on. to Wingstop, I get boneless. It depends on where I'm at. Uh huh. Okay. On where I'm at. All right, but can we at least say like it's just chicken and it's like okay, but people take that shit personally. It's like those are nuggets. You a grown ass man eat nuggets, and I'm like, bro. Well, yeah, but f- what's wrong? Why, why, why can't you just eat off the bone? Something it, wrong with you? Ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm just saying, like when I go in. And I get something. It's just like I, I have a taste for just just the meat. <laughs> you know, I, well, I knew he was going to do this. Okay, I knew he course, was going to do this. Of course, you have a taste for the meat. I'm nobody's, just saying, I want to eat it quickly. Lick on the bone. I like, mean, bro, people crack them shits open. Okay, yeah, but they eat the marrow. To, I know I ain't got to. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that I like both. But sometimes, if it's a sale on the boneless, I'll get the boneless with no problem. I never said I prefer it. Okay. I'm just saying there's people. Who, t- who make shit super serious for no reason. And it's like, y'all grown-ass adults eating chicken nuggets. Those are nuggets. Y'all, y'all childish. Well, and I'm like, to why? to be fair, there's a difference between a nugget and a boneless wing. Yes. Nuggets are gross. Yes. Nuggets are like, might not even be real chicken, let's be honest with you. It is. Sometimes. It depends on what it comes You've seen from. how they make it. What, chicken nuggets? Yeah. They make, they turn it into like a paste. Yeah, the paste. And, and then, then they, they form it, and then that's why it's like it's spongy and weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But usually boneless wings, popcorn chicken, shit like that, you yeah. could like break it apart. And, and it's the, the chicken breast, the striations, and yeah. the, like you see the actual chicken titty. You know what I'm saying? So, okay, cool. I understand that. That's what's up. But, but see, I'm ready to... track record. You say you didn't like thighs. And I'm like, I you don't. Mean, and I stand by that. You eat Chinese food. That's all chicken thighs. I mean, but it's good because I ain't got to... It's the... So struggling the with the thigh work. bone. Okay. Struggling with the thigh bone. So That's why. Okay. So the meat, like, it's like, okay, cool. If I just got chicken thigh meat, I'm going to eat that shit, especially if it's fried and I got the skin. It's all good. But having to go across that weird ass bone, and it's a little bit more difficult for me than... The, the chicken breast bone, because the ratio of meat to chicken breast bone is like, there's more meat than chicken breast bone. So but you're I feel just like, lazy. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. I'm not trying to put that much work in. I do. This is making me wonder what your mouth game is like if you're too lazy it's to work different. on some bones. It's different. It's different. It's different. Ain't no bone <laughs> in the pussy. It's different. It's different. That is completely different. We about we going back and forth. Like because because like this is this is real shit right here. Like I'm trying to live my life, and I feel but like you don't want to take your time to lick around some bones and take some like like it's di- bones hurt your gums if you wild out the wrong way. Are you, I'm how just are you saying. Eating it? Look 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 look. We we we're not about to do this right now. 
<laughs> I'm eating it accurately, okay? I just don't feel like I just feel like the effort isn't worth it usually when it comes to the okay, chicken. Okay, as long as you're saying because it's, I've had yes. I've had people yes. say that boneless is definitively better than bone in. No, 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 no. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I'm I am partial to both. And it's okay because it depends on the place. When we go to Reggie's, I'm not talking about his house. I'm talking about a local joint here in Chicago. On Tuesdays, they have, what is it, 25, 50 cent wings or some yeah, shit like that? I, I might need to go tomorrow. Actually. I think, hey, I'm off tomorrow. I'm going to go with you if you want to go. The, the, those those wings good as fuck, y'all. Like, seriously, if you're ever in Chicago, you got to slide around and get them shit. I keep thinking it's on Thursday. No, nah, I don't know why. And then I, I'm like, I look it up and I'm like, damn, it's burger day. Half price burger day. Nobody wanted fucking burger. I don't know half price burger, bro. What the fuck? But yeah, so before I started getting emotional and reacting to what was going on, I was going to say that these, these, Large restaurants do kind of suck, but every now and then they do certain things to try to bring people in. For example, there's Applebee's with the dollar margaritas right now. Mm -hmm. And it's not that exciting to me because I saw how that shit was made. I wasn't really excited about dollar margaritas in the first place. Well, you know they're going to put water in it. if It's going to be watered down, dog. And then, yeah, they posted that thing, the Snapchat shit showing. I'm not finding that, that much new shit out about it, but it's it's people... I think just care more. They, people are just trying to make their money last a little bit. So, but you're right. But right. I think what it comes down to is like, if you live in a city like Chicago, New York, LA, whatever, uh, a medium to larger size city, there's going to be local spots that for the same price or less money, you're yeah. going to get a higher quality of food. Exactly. Now, if you live in Northwest Indiana is right over here. You ain't got no choice. All you can eat is a Hooters or Applebee's. You ain't got no choice. So, of course, you're going to eat there, right? That's where you're going to drink for the night. Mm -hmm. You may not even have no damn bars by where you live. You got to drink at TGI Fridays and shit. Your options are limited. But, uh, you know, that's, you know, it's it's become this whole, like, millennial thing. But it's like, yeah, if you're going to spend however much percentage of your income on a beer or a dinner, you're going to probably lean towards the craft beer, right? And right. Some, some nasty shit. Right. Or you're going to, like, if I'm going to get some chicken wings, like, let me go to this spot who does this thing with it, because it's going to be the same price or even slightly it, less than this whack-ass chain. Fucking Outback Steakhouse, I mean, like, that's a deal on a steak, but yeah, there's local spots that make you steak, too. That is true. I want to toss out how Outback Steakhouse, that bread, uh, what type of bread is that? Is brown? Is black? Is the, the, Pumpernickel? That's what that is? I don't know. I don't know what it is. I haven't but been bre- doing Outback in a that's, long time. That's some good ass bread, dude. I don't eat it. It's like thing. sweet. It's sweet. It's like a sweet. It's like sweet bread. You that's put the why I be telling people about fucking Olive Garden. Olive Garden is not nasty, but we live in Chicago, man. There's like... There's way better places to go. That's like if I saw somebody eating a Papa John's pizza, man. Like, what are you doing? It's just like, you just don't love yourself is what that is. So, it comes down to that. People, we... Well, I need to grocery shop, but it reaches a point... In an adult person's life sometimes where it's like, hey, I save more money doing this or eating at this local joint that tastes better. And also they don't spend their money on bullshit. So that's just what people do. But eating out and and drinking is like all all millennials have. Well, sometimes. Sometimes. Because like, okay, you got crippling school debt can't afford a car you live yeah. somewhere with like fucking four roommates right uh this is like the thing that you have to enjoy yourself exactly it's like you know what this is like a friday night or some shit like that i'm gonna just go out here and wild out and I understand that last time i went out i think i went to like to a major chain it was red lobster no 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 it wasn't red lobster was that real i think it is red lobster for the endless shrimp <laughs> endless shrimp have you, you know, done that yet i don't eat a lot of seafood you know somebody got fired over that right over what Endless shrimp. They lit, somebody literally got fired. How? Because it's a stupid ass idea. Why are you gonna give out? Oh, the person that created the idea. Yeah. But they kept the idea though, and they were just like, "Yo, you fired, bro." That is that is stupid as fuck though. As a person that works in a How restaurant, how much shrimp could somebody eat? Like, come on, I can't be that bad. But they have no time limit. They have you come in, you drop a certain amount, and you can eat as much shrimp as you want to. It's good on this end because I was in that bitch eating all types of linguine thingies and 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 well that's popcorn see, they try to and, make you fill up on the pasta and shit see no i share it what we do is we have a system right like me and my friends we go we all order one or two things at a time and then we share it all he was the only one that got the linguine and i was looking at him like bro not the pasta bro don't do that they try and get you with the cheddar biscuits and they try and get you with the water and they try and get you also with the sides which can be like broccoli potato french fries whatever 
and um, the Caesar salad type shit. So you gotta you gotta you gotta parkour around that and just stick to the shrimp if that's what you're coming there for. You got to think of the bigger picture, you know, which I think is like a metaphor for life. Always look at the bigger picture. Don't just focus. I on have a life. I have a racial question. What's that, up? That uh, hopefully one of our listeners can answer. So okay. I was in a band years ago, and we all went to uh, Red Lobster to celebrate for some reason, and two of the members decided to get the endless shrimp, and they're like, we should see who could eat the most shrimp. And uh, one dude was like, all right, uh, we eating the, the shells too? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and it was a white dude versus an Asian dude. And the Asian dude was like, I'll eat the, I'll put the whole thing in my mouth and eat it and swallow it. Like, but do you want me to like tear the, tear the piece off and just eat the, the soft meat? Yes, eat the soft meat. And I was like, I didn't even know. So is that a thing? Is that a thing within the Asian community? Like eating the shells itself? You just say fuck it. Don't, like don't pull it apart. I feel like there's certain people that do things like that. You know, we have a mutual friend that cracks the bones open and sucks the marrow out of them. <laughs> but that's I think that's a lot. That's actually like a It's still unnecessary whatever evil, it is. Yeah, it's it's not we don't have to do that. We live in Chicago, man. Times are not that, that hard. It's like a very low class thing and a very high class thing, but people in the middle don't do it. I just for don't the most do that part. shit. No, I just don't like do very it. Very broke people do it and then very rich people do it. And it's funny. People in the middle don't eat marrow. It's just, I don't, I don't. Do you, have you done that before? No, but to be fair, I think I would like to go to a restaurant where like they give you a fat ass bone with marrow in it and you like spread on your bread and do all this shit. Like I want to experience that at some point, but I'm not, I've never sucked the marrow out of chicken bone. It's not that serious. Yeah. So mouth game, not that strong. I don't know if I can get all the marrow out like that. But I mean, it is. Well, what it you've is. established that you don't. I don't fuck with the bones, man. Well, sometimes, sometimes you should just put your food in a blender and drink it. That's disgusting. See, now I feel like now I feel like <laughs> you're being condescending. <laughs> yeah, no, let's like, move yo, forward. I'm switching to baby. Food. Let's let's move forward amicably. <laughs> so, um, I think for the most part, um, nah, we got some stuff. It's not that long. What you mean? You didn't tell some me what happened. Oh, Wait, yeah. what, what do you want to know about? You told me something happened with a drunk bandmate, which isn't... Oh, I don't know. That that might be technically private, but basically... Okay, I'm not gonna... did, is, did you just see... Okay. A right. lot of shit just happened, Okay, which made me forget to purchase a t-shirt online. Yeah, which are still available, and you guys have been supportive about that. And I got mine. You can see me modeling it. My nipples ain't hard, It felt, but it felt good. The material is really, really soft. It's really stretchy. It and to cool. reiterate... This is totally for fun. We are not making very much we are money not. Of this. We are not. It is all. just a thing. It's something for us to show our pride in what we do and yes. a way to offer an opportunity for you guys if you are so inclined to, you know. To do to help like just show the support. And that's really, really cool. And if you guys are selling stuff, let us know because I'm a, I'm gonna buy your stuff. As long as it's not fucked up or something like that. Like don't don't be pushing any kill whitey stuff because i'm scared of that actually i mean i really want to um i've talked about this uh everybody in my band feels the same way i want to wear local clothing brands uh especially when it comes to t-shirts yeah and um you know if they're not local just like independent stuff in general agree agree if anybody has a line or like a fucking skateboard brand or whatever like i'll wear that shit link me to it yeah Hit us up. Um, I'm, I'm trying to get rid of all of my old shirts, actually, and just get new shit along okay. those lines. The one you got on is kind of cool. I like this. Well, it's from the college my mom works at. Oh, nice. That's what's up. That's a soft ass shirt. So I have some quick hits, I suppose. Some quick shit to go over. What's up? This uh, is a surprise. I wasn't prepared for this guy, so... I'm, well, I'm, I knew that we would overlap on a lot of the same stuff, but there were a couple of things that just, like... That stood out to you? Yeah, during okay. the week. So, this Cam Newton thing, you hear about that? Yeah, oh boy... A lot of these things have been sports related. Yeah, where he said he thinks it's kind of funny to hear uh, females talk about routes or whatever. But did you else. see it came out? She racist? Yes, it did. Isn't this? We live in a. a <laughs> how? It's funny to me because. Yeah. Look, Cam Newton gets this undue amount of flack for whatever. Well, I don't want to say whatever reason, but okay. <laughs> he's he, you know, and it's like been this whole thing and like what what are y'all doing? Yeah. So then now finally he really fucks up and it's like, well, he got to take his lumps. At least he earned them this time. But this lady was very like, I can't believe he's on this bullshit like, you know, and she was right. I was reading out like, you know yeah, what? Yeah. She made valid points. She is, you know, 
male athletes need to respect female journalists the same that they respect male journalists. Yeah, of course. I don't think she would be on that beat if she didn't know what she was doing. Yeah, exactly. And I actually listened to a really, really great podcast uh, about the subject by uh, Sarah Spain, a uh, a local female sports journalist. Um, And her podcast is whatever because it's about sports. I'm not super into sports. But she had one specific thing where she talked about coming up as a female sports journalist. And she had other female sports journalists on telling their stories, telling about the positives and negatives, highs and lows. Amazing if you guys can find it. But, yeah, I'm like, I'm in her corner. I was like, yeah, you know, he need to come out and apologize. Tell some bullshit, you know. And then she's like, yeah, my dad's racist. Racism is funny. I'm I'm gonna say the N word all day today. I'm just like, what it's the like, fuck? whoa, yeah. People people get receipts. That I don't know. I don't know about you, but if for whatever reason we pursue this and things get better, I might have to go back and delete certain things. I do a very good job of not saying uh, anything offensive about any groups, about any people. I respect other people's wishes, their pronouns, whatever else. Just because I feel like. Everyone deserves that just due respect. But I just say shit that makes me look like a rapscallion. So I just don't get how, like, she knows who she is, right? Exactly. So you put yourself out here for your your cause, which is worthy. Yes. You have to know that people are going to find out that you're fucking racist. Yes. You. So she could have been like, I'm outraged, but give me one second to delete this old shit. I'm glad she didn't, but it's just crazy to me that, like, mm-hmm. how are you so oblivious? No, you you kind of stupid. You got to delete all of the receipts first before you just start wilding out. I mean, that's rule number one, at least. So it came to the light. It doesn't it doesn't resolve anyone of their wrongdoing because they're both wrong for what they did. But it just shows you that there's skeletons in people's closet. And that was some glass house ass shit. She yeah, pulled. we are all... Man, the older I get, the, these last couple years especially have been very eye-opening to me that everybody is a hypocrite, everybody has dirt, Yeah, and it just, it's fine, to an extent, but it bothers me when people be judging the fuck out of everybody else, which is constantly, Yeah, like, how could you do this, you nasty, you dirty, and you're doing the same shit. And you're out here taking dumps on people's chests. I mean, if you're into that, that's what's up, that's cool, but don't, don't judge other people. When you're doing something like that. So this is some news. This next piece. And I'm nearly positive you didn't see this. So. Okay. Little Richard not gay no more. What? He was in an interview. And he said he's dedicating his final years to living, quote, like Jesus. While insisting men should live as men and women as women. What? What? Little Richard. Like Wop Baba Lou Bam Wop Bam Boo nigga. The tutti fruity singer who no longer wears makeup or wigs also spoke out against unnatural affections. What? 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 I'm sorry. I just smacked. I'm sorry. I just smacked smacked the mic in disbelief on accident. He said, "Quote: So much of people just doing everything and don't think about God." Man, shut the fuck up, man. What? So I don't know. I think that's just him being old and about to die. So yeah, that's the like, thing. You know, he's like, like, well, I'm... just in case, let me make sure I don't go to hell. But man, like, yeah, it's crunch time. That's all I'm, that's all I'm gonna say. That it is. just sucks because you know time. he was gay as hell. But that I mean, that was important to a lot of people. It was. It meant a lot. Exist. It meant a lot. Yeah, and this is what he does. And then he's just gonna stop wearing wigs and be, you know, what does he even look like? He now? looks like shit. I don't have the picture pulled <laughs> up, but he. Because, you know, he used to be known for looking good as fuck. Yeah, glamorous. He was in commercials, what, 15 years ago? Looking damn near the same as he did 50 years exactly. ago? Exactly. He about to start aging like shit now. No, That's what happens. for real, for real old. That's what's about to happen. That's what Stacey Dash, like, so on and so forth. That's what happens. You start wilding out, and the ancestors take it away. Just, just, boom, wham. What else, what else you got? You uh, got, you got crazy shit in there. I mean, I guess we don't need to get... None of this is too great. I think we should plug uh, our, your boy's video. Oh, yeah. One of the individuals that we have used his music for the intro and the outro to an episode for the podcast. I can't remember which episode. I'll look. But uh, he has recently dropped a music video. It looks professionally done. There was choreography. The colors were bright and vibrant. He, he has a wonderful voice. As I more than likely have said before, he has the voice of a, a an angel. I don't know if I said light-skinned angel, but if I did, it, it was more than likely said so affectionately. But yeah, you guys should totally check it out. Uh, yeah, uh, cool. So I, I did tell him on Twitter today, 
But uh, I said at the very least, what you can take away from this video is it's uh, it shows a really awesome side of Chicago that a lot of people don't see, especially if you're not from the city. Yeah, it's shot in the summer on the lakefront. Yeah, it's just super like vibrant and fun. Yeah, and I think the song is good. It is a good song, actually. I, I found it on Spotify. But if you don't it. like the song and you hate Chicago, why are you even? listening to us if you hate chicago that's all we do yeah he is dancing a lot very gracefully i might add but specifically wearing some overalls with only one of the things done like a like a real straps Mm -hmm. no shirt on yep did you see his nipple i did see it his nipple was out there y'all so y'all got to check that out freeze framed on it he took a screenshot that's his phone that's your phone background i'm looking you nasty so uh so yeah go ahead and um check out the shirts Check out the video and let us know if there's anything that you might want to see from us, as always. And like I always say, we appreciate you guys. So that's about it. You got anything you want to say? Uh, fuck. I'll put you on the spot. Well, no, I got a thing I want to plug, but the podcast not going to be out in time. And nobody nobody lives in Chicago or America who listens to this, so who cares? Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you have something you want to plug that's positive, if you have music... Yeah, send it to us. Um, also, talk to us about stuff. Tell us we're dumb. Argue with us. All our friends are dead. All right, guys. 